Hey guys, this is the Soul Sense Podcast, and we are back for another one. This is Kim, your hostess with the mostess, and Melvin, your trusty, rusty, dusty. <laughs> it's not, you're not really rusty. Well, you're kind of rusty because you're ashy. <laughs> hey, listen. Wingman. <laughs> I'll be putting my business in the streets. Uh, okay. Anyway. I'm a grown man. If I want to be ashy, hey, I've earned the right. You know what? That's your business. Okay. Right. It is your business. But guys, we are back. And you know what? Um, Let's just jump right on in. Okay. Jump right on in. Let's just jump right on in because normally I know we do a what's going on, but I think what our what's going on will be is what we're going to talk about. Okay. So when we are recording <laughs> this, we are the day before Melvin's 40th birthday. His birthday is tomorrow. What is all these extra sound effects you got going on today? I don't know. I feel very frisky tonight. I see. I'm a little froggy. I might just jump. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's get to it. Melvin, you are turning 4-0. 40 years old. So tell the people what has happened so so far for your birthday. So uh, my... Evil, manipulative. Golly, um, you must not be talking about me. I'm talking about my whole family. Wow. Sorry, let me get this mic together here. Sorry. My uh, evil, manipulative, trickster family um, came down here last week on a ruse. Had me all the way up in Oklahoma. Did I do that? You are tripping. Kimberly's dropping stuff all around. So I dropped the pen and it changed the screen. I mean, <laughs> like, did I do that? I don't know. But anywho, uh, came down last week, went to uh, Oklahoma. My mom, my aunts, two of my aunts and my cousin and my dad all came down. We went to Oklahoma, watched Patti LaBelle. First off, you've never seen Patti LaBelle in concert. The woman is in her, what, mid-70s? Yeah, something like that. Man, she gets it, man. I mean, if you have not gone to see Patti LaBelle, you are missing out on on something big. She was amazing. Not only just singing, but uh, her performance was great. On Uh, my own. And then... (laughs) Why did it end this way? Yes, Pharaoh, we coming. What you baby. say, baby? The graduation program is tomorrow. No, we ain't coming. Yes, you are. Mm, I'll think about it. Are you okay. graduating? No, it's, we're going to sing. We're going to sing and we're going to get um, our um, prizes. I'm not going to graduate. I'm not going to graduate. You just... Yeah, you graduate kindergarten tomorrow. 
You're not. No. Okay, so then that means we don't have to go, right? It's not. It's a graduation ceremony. Oh. So what does that mean? So we're going to sing songs and get awards. Okay. Okay. And they're going to thank you. And, and a pre-K teacher is going to thank you guys. They going to give us some money? No. They're going to they're gonna thank you for bringing us to that school. Oh. Okay. Well, yes, we are coming tomorrow. So go lay down. Okay, Daddy. Good night. Love Good you. Good night. Love you. Love Bye-bye. Don't come back out that room. Okay. <laughs> Good night for... Bye. <laughs> anyway, that is our baby. Don't you judge us. Uh, she got her little kindergarten graduation. With that, she is not graduating from. That has all the same characteristics of a regular graduation. Uh, you get awards and whatever. But uh, anyway. Anywho. Back, back to, to my story. Patty. Yeah, Patty LaBelle. She was great. Uh, and the next day, I'm thinking I'm going to come home early because what I typically do is leave my mom, uh, give my mom time to just hang out and do her thing with my aunts. Um, and my dad and I will go and, and hang out. <clears throat> my dad has dementia, and so it just gives her a little bit of a a breather. Her birthday is right around the same as mine. So hers is on the 14th, one week before mine. So that's just typically what we do. And, uh, but anyway, we, and I'm thinking the same thing is going to happen the next day. And my mom was like, ah, you're not going to stay with us. You're not going to hang out. And everybody just keep on making these reasons for me to stay, go to like the winery. We went to two different wineries. Neither one, they didn't want to really go to any of them. We'll get there, and they'll be like, no, this isn't what we want. Then we went to another, no, this isn't what we want. And I'm like, man, can't we just leave? Like, let's go to Cedar <laughs> here. Let's go back home, and let's just go. And and uh, I'm just, I don't, but I don't say, I call Kimberly, and she's like, well, you know, you need to spend some time. She'll give me a good pep talk, and I'm like, you're right. Because mind you, he didn't tell you all that I didn't go with him. So this, your parents come in, your family come in on a Friday, midday. Um, you come in from work, and then you get on the road and drive up to Oklahoma, about an hour and a half away from our home, and spend the night. And you telling me that you couldn't find no babysitters, and I'm like, hey, let's just take the kids up there. And you like, you actually said maybe I'll just take the kids up there with me, and just wait. Uh, at the I end of the day, that. you did. That's and, what happened when you be making up stories. Uh, and then at the end of the day, I come back and and Kimberly like you can't come home till seven thirty. And so I'm thinking, there's something going on because she tells me I can't come like bring my family at seven thirty because she's catered some food and she's gonna have a. Uh, family dinner. Yeah, a family dinner for the Mother's Day thing and all that. And your mom's birthday. Yeah, and I'm thinking. And I'm cool with it. Yeah, sorry. And I get, uh, we get back, and and I keep, and then I'm like, well, I'm gonna just come home. And Kimmy's like, no, no, I don't want you to come. And I'm like, okay, she got something planned. And I'm thinking maybe some of our couple friends, and they got me a cake or something. But I know I'm like, my mom don't do well with no surprise, strange. You know what I mean? Like people just around, which. No one probably would. Um, and 
it's her birthday too. I'm thinking this is her time. And uh, anyway, I get home. I and Kimberly like tell me when you come up, and I tell her I'm there. And again, now I'm really thinking. It's just, and I'm telling my cousin the whole time he ride with me. I'm like, man, my house better not be full of people because <laughs> I just don't feel like it. I'm so tired. I was up to like five, six in the morning with my dad. And uh, I'm like, man, I'm so tired. I hope ain't no bunch of people in my house because I'm thinking that this is just like a last minute thing because I'm not a big, I'm typically not a big birthday person. And I wasn't making a big deal out of it. And I'm thinking, Kimberly probably tried to throw something together because we were super busy. And I was like, she probably tried to put something together because she don't want me to feel bad. But she know I, I'm telling the truth. I don't care. But I'm like, okay. He's like, well, you better get your game face on and just be happy. And I'm like, I, I'm still thinking it's just something thrown together. I opened the door. And I don't know how many people was in there. <laughs> I hear, surprise, and thuggish, ruggish bone. <laughs> Is just playing in the background. And I'm like, man, what is going on? And I mean, it's overwhelming the amount of people that are in my house. And I look around and it was just crazy. So you can ask me questions for that. Okay. Well, you you gonna have to you got to paint the picture a little bit more, baby. Because I'll paint the picture. Okay. Okay. You gotta, I thought you were gonna ask questions. Come All on, right. Come so I walk in and and the first thuggish, ruggish bone, thuggish, ruggish bone banging in the background. Why is thuggish, ruggish bone playing? Because I'm from Ohio. That's right. And you love bones. I love bones yes. to this day. Mm-hmm. I still love bones. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I I look around and. Um, and and I'm overtaken by that automatically by the people. Then I notice the music. Then I start looking around, and I see the first thing I see is Kevy Kev uh, is one of uh, our friends. Uh, he's dressed like LL Cool J, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why is Kevy Kev dressed like LL Cool J? He got a big old thick chain. He on. got the Kango, Kango bucket and the big chain. And then I start looking around, and I see everybody is kind of dressed as a theme. And I'm like, what? And then I see something that say like 80s, 90s or something like that. And I look around and I'm like, oh, this place is kind of decorated. Oh, this is definitely not just thrown together. And then I, Kimberly is like, uh, come look. I put together, uh, come look at your backdrop. And there's this huge backdrop and it's got uh, like 40 It's done in like a whole 90s theme. Mm -hmm. Looks like graffiti. Graffiti. It's got my name in uh, diamonds. And I mean, it's amazing. And then I look on the table and it's this cake that's shaped like a boom box. box. And it's got like this chain hanging over it. Uh, And it's got all on the table. It's got these customized bags of chips, all the candy that I used to love from back in the day. And, uh, so it's like a candy table, basically. It's got like these cake pops, this like uh, like uh, Pac Man themed and um, Rice Krispie treats. Rice Krispie treats that are like covered with uh, what's that stuff called? The the thick icing stuff. Yeah, but it was like, and they were good too. But I didn't they taste were like them. all different. I love the nineties. I love the nineties. They were like cassette tapes yeah. with like Run DMC on it and Melvin's mixtape, and it was amazing. Yeah. And then, uh, so basically, this whole laid out thing. I and it's um, a 
Instagram booth with the, yeah, that's got like the, the house party thing mm-hmm. on it. So it's like a house party theme. And I mean, it's amazing, man. And then I, I'm blown away by that. And then she's like, guess who's here? And out of nowhere is my, my line brother, Chris, comes out of the nowhere. And he is <laughs> he lives in Atlanta. So I'm like, man, what? And then I'm just tripping after that. I'm like, how crazy, man. And, I'm, and it's so many people. And so much food, like they got it catered, so much food. And then I'm hearing this music and I'm thinking, I'm just thinking, because we got like a, a surround sound thing in our living room, but I'm not paying attention that this music is banging. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I ain't never had it up that loud. And, and I look up and it's a DJ. <laughs> I'm like, man, it's a whole DJ Upstairs. up in my house, like up on the landing. And then I'm like, and this is just crazy. And it, I'm, I don't know if, I, and then she grabs me, takes me back. She dressed like Whitley Gilbert. And uh, she got a whole outfit for me that's Dwayne Wade. And uh, only thing, I, I was wondering why I looked on my Amazon feed and I start seeing these Dwayne Wayne glasses <laughs> and all this men's clothing because I don't buy clothes off of Amazon. And I ain't never even looked at Dwayne Wayne glasses. <laughs> but that was how I kicked off my, and, and I really thought everybody kind of just, cause we had talked about this being a, a year to do it big on yeah. things like that. Cause you know, we, we typically don't, you know, mm-hmm. and especially not for me. Um, cause I'm just, a, this is not, not something that I would have agreed to. If she would have asked me about it, I would have been like, eh, let's not do that. Cause I, I just can't picture that. Yeah. How, how amazing it was. It was the best, like, celebration night like people recognizing me and me being it was the best feeling i've ever felt of that type you know what i'm saying yeah like some like feeling important and thought about and i just felt really uh blessed man and really good um Aww. it was great well as the party planner uh uh the 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 ex- you know coordinator uh we actually got started like Melvin said, this year is, I have deemed it a year of celebration for a couple of reasons. For one, uh, Melvin turns 40 this year. His birthday is tomorrow. And um, you guys have heard our testimonies and stuff like that. You know, I remember, I don't even know how long this was ago, but like you shared with me one time that you really didn't picture your or even imagine your life past 25. Like you just didn't, when you were young and in the throes of what you were living, you just was living, you know? And Melvin has often told me like, you know, he is living his best life now, you know, never would have imagined that, you know, his life would be where it is now. And I think that's means for celebration. You made it to 40 years old and, Knowing your back background and your past and, you know, the life that you led at one point in time to be where you're at is nothing but God's grace, you know. And also this year, we also later on this year in the fall, we will celebrate 10 years of marriage. And I just believe this year is just a year of celebration. We have a lot to be grateful for. We have a lot to be thankful for. And I don't want to, it's our nature to not 
like to err on the side of like, let's save, we'll do it up big next time, but next time comes and we keep saying that. And even as I was planning the party, I had to like check myself like, Kim, celebrate your husband because I wanted to celebrate and educate you. But that's kind of like what our mindset has been the whole time that we've been married. We've always been conservative with our money. We And, and then it's like when we finally go on a vacation, we're like, why don't we do this more often? You know, we work hard. You know, we can do more than what we choose to do, but we don't reward ourselves very well. And so anyways, um, so back in... February, I guess, beginning of March, I um, enlisted a good friend of ours who goes to our church, who's also an event coordinator to help me plan a party. And my thoughts were, I know my husband. My husband is not one of those big frou-frou guys that you go to an extravagant place. I mean, he'll do it, but if he could like pick the things that he likes, he loves to be in our house. Cause he won't, cause he's comfortable in our house. He loves good food. He loves good music and he loves the people that he loves. You know, Melvin is a very loyal person. And to him, that is a recipe for a good time. And so of course me, I had to throw a little, you know, a little, little sauce on it. We got, I'm all about a thing. Okay. And so, you know, being that Melvin and I both were heavily into the 90s, him more in the 80s than I was because, you know, I'm a youngin. But, you know, I felt like, you know what, we're going to have us a house party. We about to have a theme. People, you know, we people love themes. And so it was a house, Melvin's 80s, 90 house party. And, you know, I want people could come dressed in their best, you know what I'm saying? And people did, you know what I'm saying? People did. And um, I wanted it the candy table to be like your old school, like candy lady type of candy. So we had uh, the chips, the, the personalized chips was like Cheetos. They were like hot Cheetos and barbecue <laughs> and, and the Frito, the bar, the chili cheese Fritos, you know, and then the candy was like nine layers and it was like, uh, what was those other things? Uh, lemon heads and, and Jolly Ranchers. Somebody took all them lemon heads and Jolly Ranchers. Or I, not the Jolly Ranchers, but the lemon heads. Yes. And then with the cake pops and the cake, like Melvin's favorite flavor is he loves strawberry cake. He loves red velvet cake. Our wedding cake was a, a red velvet cake. So the big cake was red velvet and then the cake pops were strawberry and they were uh red velvet as well and we had a dj and all he played was like 80s 90s music r&b hip-hop i wanted us to dance and the food was like good home cooking chicken and waffles shrimp and grits you know meatballs you know yes a house a house party but it was like we had to zazz it up a little bit and so I just I enlisted his family because it was all a ruse to get him out of the house so everybody could set up <laughs> and so he thought he was babysitting his family but they really was babysitting him so they kept throwing stuff out at him and I think it all worked out because you were able to spend 
uninterrupted time with your family. You know, they love me. They love our girls. But, you know, you were able to have time with your mom. You were able to have time with your dad, your cousin, who you haven't seen since our wedding. That's what me and Roy was talking about. We hadn't seen each other since the wedding, yeah. which was 10 years ago. I hadn't seen a Deborah. Let's see, Aunt Deborah Ann. I hadn't seen her in about... Since that uh, yeah. engagement party. Yeah, so it's like... You know, it was good for you to be with your family. So I knew you were tired. I my I just didn't want you to be so exhausted where you couldn't enjoy it. And I was, but it was like when I walked in and seen that, I just I had I just boosted up, you know, it just gave me a little boost. And the cool thing really about it was <clears throat> kind of moving into just the the idea of turning 40 and having that type of celebration and, and these are things that I just never really thought about. You know, I never really think about um, celebrating myself or celebrating, um, you know, I, I could have thought of a, a thousand different reasons why I didn't wouldn't want to do that. That's why like, I ain't tell you. Thinking about like how, the money, yep. um, and the time that it would take, the inconvenience of yeah, people. And- I mean, just so many different things. But I think it is really important to do stuff like that because sometimes you have to uh, kind of be slapped awake to how much people love you. And just the fact that there was that many people there. And and I'm not a, a super, like I could be kind of a, a, a quirky person. I have a quirky personality sometimes. Not, I think I'm, you know, I think I'm good to people and stuff like that. But yeah. sometimes I've had people tell me that like uh, they think that I'm, I'm not approachable all the time. And sometimes I'm just into my own zone. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, I can, I can get that. self-conscious about that because I really try not to be. But uh, I can get self-conscious about that. And I'm just socially awkward, just mm. period. And um, I can get self-conscious about that and think, like, do people, uh, do people take it the wrong way? Because I really am making a lot of effort to be out of myself and to talk to people. But sometimes it's just exhausting and I'm just stuck but even when I do do it it just comes off weird sometimes but uh anyway to see all those people there and uh it, it was really challenging man it was really uh not cha- it was really encouraging and it challenged uh like how grateful am I for all that how much do I think about that kind of stuff just all the and he's all people that that God has put in my life. That's the other cool thing. Mm. It was cool for my family because we don't have any family down here. Yeah. Um, so this house full of people were, were all relationships that were. I can only accredit them to God. Whether we went to church with them or I meant them by just reaching out to people and talking to people, which I probably wouldn't have reached out to them if it wasn't for just having the conviction to kind of try to be out of myself sometimes. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was great. So let me, let me ask you this. So how are you feeling turning 40? Like, what are your thoughts? We are at, we're on the eve of your birthday. And I've asked you this a few times, and you've kind of brushed it off. 
But you know, this is kind of like a milestone birthday. So how are you feeling? How you feeling, bro? You know, I've got different feelings. So I'll be honest. Um, so I went, for people who don't know, uh, I went back to school later. So I'm, you know, I'm turning 40. Kimberly is six years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are, well, I'm one year ahead of you in school. Yeah, you graduated, uh, yeah, about a year. Yeah. yeah. So um, I went back to school uh, late. Uh, I definitely didn't go right out of high school. But um, s- some part of that makes me feel a little weird, uh, like having people that we went to college with mm-hmm. um, here that, you know, I don't know. It, I did have that feeling of, you know, because I never really talk about my age and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And especially back then, I still was kind of in a feeling of feeling insecure about where I was in life. Really? Even back then? Yeah, because, I mean, you know, I was older. And it's not like it was a secret. Everybody no. knew my age. but. Yeah. I still, I don't know, man. It just was a thing. You know what I mean? Mm, okay. Um, and uh, I don't know. I kind of felt that little twinge, um, like when I was reading some of the cards and stuff like that. And then, but for the most part, other than that, I have no issues with being 40. Like I'm, I, I've told you before, I really didn't see myself hitting this age mm-hmm. um and definitely didn't see myself with this type of with this life you know what i mean i'm extremely blessed um with a great family and you know i really couldn't ask for for much more in my life for, for much more for anything more mm-hmm. um if uh i couldn't have imagined it even any better you know what I mean I'm sure there are things that I could have changed in my life or whatever but um I definitely have outreached my what I was shooting for Mm, you know okay um at at a young age you know what I mean now of course after I you know start changing and, and maturing definitely I was shooting for the stars but I definitely felt like I wanted to achieve greatness, but I didn't feel like I would live long enough to really see it. Um, so that's the first thing is mm-hmm. is this is just really, and I'll probably think more about it tomorrow, but it's really sobering to see, like, I'm 40 years old. I am here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I start to think more about um, just you know, how, what, what am I leaving behind? Like, what, who am I impacting? What am I doing to, I don't know. It just kind of makes me think about just different areas of my life. Like I want to start 40, like I started 30. I remember when I turned 30, I kind of had this mindset of like, I got to get it, man. Like I'm turning 30. I am not where I want to be in life. Um, I'm, I'm not, not, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm where I should be, mm-hmm. but I want to make sure that, that turning 30, I amp it up. 
Mm. And it's just, and I same thing when I turned 35. I was like, I, I want to amp it up. I want to take it to another level. Mm. And so now turning 40, I kind of want to do the same thing. Like okay. just be more intentional and take it up and, and just turn it up a notch um, in all facets of my life. It's funny to hear you say that because like I don't view you and I don't really think others view you this way of like, feeling like you're behind or you should be doing more. Like, I feel like you're doing awesome. Yeah. I don't feel like that now. Um, I felt like that before. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that, um, and I probably would have felt, I just had a, a fast forward. I mean, I, I was fine where I was. I set up a 10 year plan Mm -hmm. of where I wanted to be. I was like, you know, this is where I want to be. I far outpaced that 10 year plan, you know, a couple years into it. Mm -hmm. Um, But so I feel better. But what I do feel like is that I am in a, I had I I got to watch out and not be in a place of comfortability. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Ten years from now, I definitely don't want to be in the same situation that I am in now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really doesn't have anything to do like with finances or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe just getting getting rid of any debt that I may have. Yeah. Um, and setting up for more future things when it comes to financial, but. More, more than anything is just being in a place that um I don't know I, I don't I really don't know where what it looks like mm-hmm. yet but mm-hmm. I just know that I want to be I want to smash the gas again I want to get back and be hungry and um you know go after uh being better in in each area of my life well, I think I'm I'm positive that that's going to happen cuz I I mean when you turned 30, um it was a couple of months before we got married and I look at where you were then and where you are now and it was like I couldn't even imagine. And I mean, I was pleased at where you were then. You know, when we got married, I was hopeful at where we both were and so when I even think about like what I thought 10 years would be down the road, like it has exceeded what I thought, <laughs> you know, like really, truly God has been so faithful. Like there have been things that we've done that like, I think in my mind, you know, you don't know what you don't know, but in your mind, like I think about when we bought a house, like I always put, I, I remember thinking that buying a house was like down the line for us. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know why I thought that, but I guess because I didn't know I I had never purchased a home. You didn't either. But like, you know, I feel like we, you know, it it wasn't like I feel like everything that I thought that we were dreaming for, we have exceeded it. And God is faithful, not because we've just done the best. You know what I'm saying? Like we honestly... God has just been gracious, you know what I'm saying? And there have been things that we have definitely put our hand to the plow. I mean, we're not just around here some goofballs, but I mean, like when I think about your life and I think about the life that we've built together, you know, like I, we can't take credit for any of it. Yeah, no. And, you know, I think it's important to go back and look at your life, man, and what 
God can do because in what God has done, because it, it prepares you. Cause I know that, that it's not always going to be sunny. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And now for me, hard times are, are maybe different. Um, but, but they could be the same again, you know, tomorrow I could lose my job. Mm-hmm. Um, we could be, you, you never know yeah. what, what can happen in life. And you have to make sure that you keep in your, uh, it, it's it's kind of like the bot. And I've said this before, you know, it talks about the Bible being living and active. Um, and I feel like, yes, that means it's relevant for today, but even more, I feel like that, that also means that it is, being the same lessons that were written back then through the lives of the apostles and the disciples, it's all being written again through our lives. The same exact things are very relevant for us right now. And the same lessons that if we look at God's impact, like the Bible is God's impact on other people's lives. We can translate that and look at our own lives and and see the parallels and look at our life and see God's impact on our lives, like how he has brought us through hard times, good times. And those things can give us faith when we face future hard times and keep us grounded when we face those future great times. And uh, I I think it's important to kind of go back and and retrace your steps um, just to prep yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, you know me, I'm a sentimental person. And every time I get the opportunity, I love to like have reflection. And I think just for that simple reason, what you said, because it's, I think we can get so caught up in what we're currently doing and in a, um, time where we are so exposed to so much stuff we got the internet and we have social media and we are so involved in other people's lives but not involved in so in other people's lives if that makes any sense but Mm. you know we can forget like our journey and our and our own path and it it makes me think of a scripture that we definitely have shared multiple times and we'll continue to share over and over again. It's a life scripture. When I think of you and I think of where you've come from and I think about moving forward, just a good scripture, it brings me to Hebrews 12, one and um, it says, uh, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. And I feel like each line of that is so true. You know, um, we have we do have a crowd of witnesses, um, the ones that uh, the, the ones that have gone before us that we know in the Bible, even the people that are currently around us. And I feel like your birthday was a good example of that. All the people, I mean, even people who couldn't make it, people sit in audios and all of these encouraging texts and, and, and things for you. And I feel like you've done over the past 10 years that we've been married, you've really stripped away a lot of weight, 
that has slowed you down. Um, are you perfect? No, but none of us are, you know, but you're definitely nowhere near like the man that I married, who I thought was a very awesome guy, might I add, you know, I never would have thought that this is who I would be married to 10 years later, you know, and you, I mean, you're just an awesome guy. And, um, you know, and I think that we can get tripped up, especially as we age and everything. You know, I always like to think of aging as a blessing. Mm -hmm. It is a gift from God because with age comes wisdom. With age, it's like you don't. We were talking about that yesterday. Was it yesterday? We were talking about like with youth, you got all this vigor, but you have no wisdom, you know? Yeah, youth is wasted on the young. Yes. And it's like as you get older, you start to really slow down and not freak out so much and really enjoy your life. And if I could say anything to you as we start on this next 10 years together, I just want you to start enjoying our life and, and what God and really take time to self-reflect more often. Yeah. You know, we we have built a beautiful life. No, 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 no. Let me correct myself. We ain't built nothing. God has given us a beautiful life. And that's not the the possessions that we had. I mean, our health. We still have both of our parents. You know, they're strong. You know, they have their challenges, but they're here. They love us. You know, I was talking to a sister yesterday and uh, she happened to just ask me about like Fallon's clothes. And she was like, where do you get the girl's clothes? They're so cute. And I mentioned to her like, well, honestly, like my parents and Melvin's mom, like with every change of the season, she sends all her grandkids a box of clothes. And we've been doing this, you know, your mom's been doing this for ever since we've had kids. So it's like nothing to us. Mm -hmm. But to mention that to somebody else and they're like, what? And I was like, well, yeah, I guess that is something, you know? Yeah. And it's like, we can, we can take things for granted mm -hmm. and how blessed we are to have like, supportive parents parents that will come down here and they will bear with us they're still like in the fight with us with our kids and mm -hmm. trying to still be our parents and raise us and then we have these beautiful kids and you know their health you know you know what we've struggled with just getting them here both of them you know yeah. both of them getting here a year a month early and they're just so vivacious and funny and you know, we didn't deserve any of this, you know, but God gave this to us. So I just want you to take some time tomorrow just to just to enjoy, you know, allow yourself to enjoy, baby. And I'm thankful for your life. I love you. I love you so much. And I'm grateful for you. And you're so much better than 10 years ago. And I thought you were you were the bee's knees 10 years ago. Really <laughs> I was slow 10 years but ago. But you, you, I mean, you, I mean, in hindsight, 2020, I mean, we both was dusty slow. But you couldn't tell us that at the time. Okay. You couldn't tell us that. We was on, okay? 
But I mean, it's like you've just gotten better with time and I appreciate you. I want you to look me in the eyes while <laughs> I hold your hand and say this, baby. You have gotten so much better. I'm so grateful to be your wife. I'm so grateful that I have gotten 10 years with you and that you have made it to 40 years. I love you and happy, happy birthday. Thank you. I love you too. <laughs> you see, you see how you y'all can see this. Who's the sentimental person? Who the one to be having the speeches, and who's the other one that's be like, like as I'm telling him this, he is looking awkward in the face. Like, <laughs> like we've been in, we've been together for ten years, and he still is like, what did I do? We've been married for. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, we've been married for ten years, been together for fourteen, but it's like he literally is looking at me like, what did I do with my hands? <laughs> I mean, so yeah, he's right when he says he's a little awkward, but I, I love, but I love my awkward husband. <laughs> I am. That's all right. Anything else before mm, you no. want to you want to wrap up the eve of your birthday? No, I'm definitely uh, glad to to be here. Uh, hitting forty, got my ain't covering up my grays in my beard, and you ain't got that much grace hey, now. I don't care. Let it come. I, I'm not worried about it, man. I can, you know, I'm just grateful to be alive and to just have a, you know, yeah, just to be alive, man. Have my family and uh, just have, you know, somebody who loves me enough to bear with me in my best times and in my worst times and who you know, you went out of your way to really make a special moment for me with my my family here. And that's like a moment that I, I never will forget. Like, I'll never forget that. Like, I, I don't know how many birthdays I got with my dad um, being able to not just be here, but even just be aware, you know, and it was awesome to be able to hang out with him and to be able to uh, have him here at my birthday. And, you know, it just was really, it was really great. It was really great. And I, I love you very much and Aww. I appreciate you. And um, any of my friends that are listening, I definitely appreciate you guys. Um, and whoever's listening, uh, I appreciate you guys listening and uh, going with us on this journey over the last I guess year now. Yeah. A little, couple little, days over a year. Yeah, like Started in May. May 1st was our first episode. Yeah. So, yeah, really appreciate you guys. Um, sorry for yawning again. But, he um, old. That's why he yawning. That's all right. But we'll be uh, hopefully having more video content. Um, why you get on Kimberly for that. Why you want to bring that up? <laughs> See, this was a good, sweet moment. And here you go being petty. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but uh yeah, the only only thing I got to leave y'all with is go see Patty LaBelle. Uh, Patty Man on my own. <laughs> Why did it end this way? That's I'm, not Patty LaBelle, y'all. <laughs> but I fooled you. <laughs> They're like, wait, is that Patty? Is nope. it Sir Patty? Anyways. Anyways, uh guys, uh this has been uh, yeah, a, a ramble. 
<laughs> but we did want to take some time. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a very sentimental person. I don't want to rush past these moments. And so I felt like it was only appropriate that we took an episode and dedicated an episode to Melvin because he would not dedicate one to himself. And so anyways, guys, you've been listening to the Soul Sense podcast. I am your hostess with the mostest and your birthday boy, your trusty wingman, Melvin. What up? And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Boom, 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 boom. It's